Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Greetings. It's Everton Club Call. I'm here live at five. It, it's live past five, but anyway, it's the club it's, call. It's past five and there's no call. But it's still it's everything it, that it's, it's five ish. It's also the club call, but it's not. We're not taking calls because there's nobody. <laughs> As you can see, Baz and Pear aren't here. Brought the substitutes in, Baz and Pear have, have just have disappeared. They've gone down to the new stadium. Um, so they left me in charge. So we'll see how long this yeah, live this lasts. Set on fire, if we but... just disappear or something happens, then it, it it's not my fault. Um, I'm joined by Mike Cosgrove, as always. You've not been on YouTube for a while, have you? Don't think so, no. You've done a lot of it's premieres stuff, yesterday, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, so obviously, obviously a lot of the conversations we will have will be fresh for YouTube. Yeah. Um, what's your thoughts been on the summer transfer window or lack of summer <laughs> transfer window? dealing so far yeah but look i think it's the same as everyone else isn't it it's frustrating i think we've um it's quite clear what areas of the pitch we need and um, it's been clear for over 12 months um and it's a bit concerning that at this stage that there's, there's still no one's come through the door when you think of the town you've had to plan the fact they brought no players in in january um you know there's free transfers you can use the loan market there's different things you could have done so if from a financial restraint perspective you would you would still think they could have done something to try and play on the goodwill of having just stayed up and you know that relief again and people just sort of now are thinking right let's get rid of the board let's get the investment in let's get some new players in and let's actually feel excited to go into a new season and at the minute you know those those things have all stalled um obviously the the board's changed but we put an interim board in charge of people who are already there so that optimism's not necessarily there yet as well so we're still holding on hope for some optimism i feel to to get going into the new season but i was saying to Ped yesterday the positive side of me looking at it is it doesn't take much for that to become quickly positive. Yeah. You know, you could get an announcement Absolutely. in the next week or two about MSP. Um, they could then obviously sort of board out. We could bring in a couple of signings and suddenly everything looks completely different and feels completely different than how it does right now. I think even your easy ones, like, just get a bit of activity. Like, we need a, I think we need a second yeah. goalkeeper. There's been rumours about Tom Eaton. I don't know whether how true that is. But even stuff like that, that you know, the, the easy ones, you can go and get someone on a free. Yeah, I think I personally think we need a couple forwards. So we go get one on a, on a free becomes, you know, a bit part player. Yeah. Might be a maybe a Rodrigo, which is easy. Yeah, yeah. I think something like that, a couple million. Yeah, or Mr. Dembele, um, obviously. Free, yeah, I think it? stuff like that is is a lot easier. Dembele, a free. Yeah, might be other clubs going after him, but in terms of Rodrigo, if he wants to come to the club. I think yeah. it's easy to get it done. Um, in terms of players going out, there's been grave rumored with a move to. Multiple Premier League clubs, a move to Saudi Arabia. Is he one you would let go? Yeah. I mean, it's one of them. It's hard, isn't it? So right now, if you're looking at the squad, you're a bit concerned by letting him go because you've got no replacements in. But fundamentally, he's not good enough. You know, these these are all players who are part of a squad who have back-to-back seasons had us down to the last day and the second to last day of the season staying up. So they're not good enough. 
Um, there's no sentiment for me with with pretty much most of the squad. Um, yeah, look, if 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 decent bids coming for any of them, I'd I'd let any of them go. To be fair, because I, I don't think there's anything in that squad to suggest, you know, that they're massively worth keeping hold of. If if a decent bid coming for them, um, that said. Like I say, right at this second, you'd be concerned if he goes out the door because you're attacking players. Is it's, it's getting even less? You're more goals walking out the door, aren't you? So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's it. We've seen so over the past few years. It's it's almost like our standards have dropped because we had lesser expectations by the sheer decrease of quality. Yeah. If you look at the left back position, for example, we've gone mm-hmm. from Baines, who was you know, really good all round left back. He was great. He was a good defender. Yeah. I thought he was really going go, going forward. We bring someone in who's, and it was a smooth transition to Dean. To be fair, yeah. And he was a good player going forward. He was okay defender. Yeah. But then it sort of goes to Mikalenko. I I I like Mikalenko. I think he's got qualities, but a lot of people don't rate him. But that, that, maybe that's that thing of you know he's nowhere near as good as Dean, or he's nowhere near as good as Baines. The, the thing with with Mikalenko is. If he was your number two left back, you're fine, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Days. But yeah. realistically, again, if if you're trying to build something and, and move forward in a modern football and certainly Premier League, you need a, you need a left back and a right back who can get forward and put crosses into the box, can do overlapping runs, can um, take people out of play. He can't do any of those things. Is he solid defender? Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. And and would he be fine in and around the squad to drop in and out when when the starting left back's not there? Yeah. Can he drop into a three at the back? Yeah. So he'd be useful in the squad. He's a good age and presumably he's not on loads of money from, from having come over from the Ukraine so but realistically like you say those standards just keep dropping and dropping and dropping if you think now we've dropped that far down the league that if we drop one more place we are relegated we can't drop any further we can only go up Yeah. so we've got to start changing this mentality of these players that we have right now this group of if squad that we have right now they aren't good enough like people just got to start. Like, yeah, yeah. them in, They're not good enough. If people want to come in, if Saudi Arabia want to come in and buy Demari, great. Let's get them gone and let's. But you would hope your recruitment team have identified the right type of players to to bring in and make that. Transition. For me, it was like an eye opener when because we we seem to slowly every year decrease in quality. It wasn't just like oh my god, these are crap. It yeah, was like yeah. a, when James Rodriguez came in. And we've like we spent money on players like Iwobi and and Moise Keane and players like that. And we yeah, and you watch him at first and you go, oh. oh. Mm-hmm. But then you watch a player like James who comes in and you go, and James like, you know, twenty years ago we had Andre Konchelski. Yeah. James couldn't lick Andre Konchelski's boots, in mm-hmm. my opinion. But then you look at James and you go, whoa, he's he waltzing to him. You go, yeah. oh, that's a player. And then you look at the other players and you know, and you go, mm. and I think now you know, only a few years after having a player like Lukaku. Having players like Richarlison, yeah, or Dom when he was at it, you know, fifteen goals in the Premier League, twenty goals in all competitions. What we do now for a striker would just go ten goals. No, I know it's crazy, but this is where obviously the link with Rodrigo, and I know a lot of our fans are turning their nose up at him. He's got thirteen Premier League goals. Yeah, like yeah. I don't understand what we're turning our nose. I think up it's at. more in terms of the if you look at the business model that we want we want to run by but there's a business but model then, that we want and there's, and there's but a then reality. there's like there's goals and our goals next season there's a reality season. as well isn't it if, you could, if you're buying a 13 Premier League goal scorer for 3 million quid yeah yeah it's, it's just a no risk and, and you know 32 years of age for me it's like I couldn't care less whether we go and get a 30 year old for a couple of million or we, yeah. get, we get loans in with no obligation or, op- or even an option to buy at the mm. moment because for me our goals as a club at the moment is to stay in the Premier League. And that means you go and get someone alone and the next year you might have to spend, go and find someone. Yeah. Or you go and get someone on a free. 
or for a couple million, but they leave in a year because yeah. they're 33 and they go on, on the free when they yeah, sign yeah. a one-year deal, whatever. That means you've achieved your goals, fine. I don't think we're in a position to be going, no, we need the next Onana or we need the next whatever or Lukaku at this point. I mean, you, you would like to think there would be a mixture of both. Yeah, absolutely. A, a normal, well-run football club can, can certainly do both. They can have the transition players coming in who are coming into the club. They might go out on loan. They might be on the bench, you know, in and out the team. Um, the, the Luca Dean situation is just yeah, an example yeah. to that with, with Baines. The overlap yeah, is absolutely definitely. perfect. So you, so you can you can look at those things and and do those things as well. But fun, fundamentally, right now as 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 of where we're at, um, I think there's got to be some instant wins. It, it, we we can't wait. So we need we need a few players to come in who you can almost rely on. So that that to me, like, like if we brought in two attacking players, one's Rodrigo and one's a 22, 23 year old. Fantastic. That 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 to me is what we should be yeah, doing. Yeah. And then that twenty two, twenty three year old automatically takes over from Rodrigo. Yeah. And that's spot on. And with Rodrigo, if he gets forced off the team by this twenty two, twenty three year old because he's performing better than fantastic as you turn around, you look at your bench, you've got Rodrigo on it. Yeah, yeah. You know, as Everton fans and I've been guilty of this. We always think of the starting eleven, the starting eleven, the start. That's why we never have a bench. We haven't had the bench for years. You turn around, you look and you go, Who's gonna change a game here? You know, like there's nothing to do. There's there's no one to bring on. So, you know, modern football now with the five sub rule, you need to have players who can come on the bench. Uh, sorry, come off the yeah. bench and and perform. Well, Mike Mike says, um, basic trick says that short term thinking. Though Ned, I get that. From a better way to put it, from my point of view, I don't think we're in a position with a squad that we have now and the numbers we produce. Um, in terms of goals, chances created. I don't think we're in a position to turn up our noses at a Premier League-driven be player because he's 32. Yeah. I think a Brighton can do that. They're in, no, they're, you know, they're in a good position. They're moving forward. They're in, you know, they're in Europe. They're getting better every year. They've got money. I think us right just, now. Just, I think just we just need to improve that, our by team. The way, and this is this is what this is what I'm saying. So Bright, we all perceive Brighton as well-run club. Yeah, everyone would suggest. Did you sign James Milner? Yeah, 36. So, because mm-hmm. cause he'll do a job in the squad, and and this is where a Rodrigo, and I'm I'm, I'm just picking out him because he's yeah, yeah. Like, but that type of player where we're saying about getting a quick signing and who can just come in and be done, you know, th- th- those players will add to add to the team. We've we've done it over the years under Moyes where we've signed players in the thirties and and have stopped gaps for a couple of years yeah, while it's helped yeah. us develop other players or or identify other players. You know, I'd rather them have a a Premier League proven player for three million quid. Stopping a gap for two or three years while they identify the right next. Yeah, I look at people like Gareth Barry who comes in and does a job, absolutely, and, yeah. and then you give him a full term contract at the end of it. And absolutely, I think Brighton are in a better position to take risks at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I think we just need to improve our squad. Um, so like I said before, we aren't taking calls today, uh, and I I appreciate that not a, a lot of people will come on to watch uh, Baz and Ped. So Mike is very kindly. <laughs> Decided to make his own quiz, 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 quiz. Ma- quiz master general. So I've done a quiz based on a few things. So the first one being every time I come in here, I get talked about, about my hair. So the bold, the slap heads and all that. We've obviously got our resident ginger and another one. And then we've got our resident grey haired. Uh, the, the Ped's not, Ped's not re- a real ginger though, is he? It's more like the, might, it's more like might, sunset. He might be convincing you he's not, but he is. I'm a real ginger. <laughs> and then we've got the ladies' favourite, the, the the grey-haired um, Baz oh. as well. And then we've got John who's somewhere in between me and Baz. So 
with that in mind, I've got a list of 10 players, Everton players. Um, all of them are Premier League players bar one. One of them was uh, an Everton player before the Premier League and one of them was a manager. Okay? And they're all either slaphead or shaved. So I'm not going down this route where Baz done and it was all got very complicated. So they could be shaved, as in you just look at them, they've got no hair, right? They're either going to be ginger or they're going to have grey hair. Okay? And I'm going to do it. I don't know if anyone's seen on the Everton YouTube channel where they've done with the Marty Grey, the teams the, that they play for. The grey hair one, literally Mark Hughes. <laughs> it might be. It might not be. Not it might be a manager. Um, so with on, on the Everton YouTube channel, They've done it with um, with the Marty Gray, where they've listed the clubs that the player was at prior to to Everton. Um, so what I've done is the club they, they were at before they come to Everton, and the club they went to after Everton. And then you've got to guess who that player is. And like I said, they're either going to be ginger, slaphead, or shaved, or grey haired. Right. So I'm I playing along. You're playing along. Right, so I'm going to look away from the comments then. John, are you going to play along? No, John doesn't want to have a go. I'll be I'll, I'll play along. So it's one to ten. One to ten. So okay. the first player. Are we doing question for the sake of YouTube? Should we do question answer and then question answer because yeah. the comments are going to be full of answers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the first player. So the first player. He arrived at Everton from Hamburg. Then he was at Everton, and when he left Everton, this this by the way, because this is the easiest one, just to feel you in, and then he left Everton for Real Madrid. Tommy. Hang on. Let me write my answer, and I'm going to reveal my answer. Yeah, that's right. So I think it was only you left when I was like five. No, a bit older than five. Tommy Gravison. Tommy Gravison. Yeah, the younger ones probably won't know who he is. There'll, there'll be a few that'll know Tommy Gravison, won't they? He's still knocking around in the news now, isn't he? Yeah, millionaire playing old poker over in Las I, Vegas. The earliest. Oh, he was unbelievable. My earliest he? memories are like Gravison and Lee Carsley in the midfield. Yeah, I really remember Gravison very well. God, it's making old. me feel old, isn't oh, it? No, I'm a baby. Gravi- oh, gra- I love you. Michael Arteta is like the first one I really remember watching. Be like, yeah, yeah he's good. Gravison was just like, he's just a player. Gravison was fantastic. Absolute baller of a best player. ball player. He's played for Everton. Um, or one of the best for the last twenty years, I'd say. Andy Johnson's up there as in terms of hard worker. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. Gravison wasn't necessarily. I don't know. Best ball player. He just, he just had everything. He had energy. He had mm. enthusiasm. He could put a tackle in. Um, score a good goal. A, scored a good goal. Could see a pass. Very undisciplined. Ran around here, there, and everywhere. Like, but yeah, he was. He left eighteen and a half years ago. Oh my god! Eighteen and a half years ago, he left. Two thousand and five. Wow. Yeah, just to make me feel old. So I wonder how many got that right. That was the easy one. We just easing in. So I think John, yeah. this one as well. You, you might struggle with this one. A few have said Gravison in the comments. Yeah. So this one, number two, he arrived at Everton from Benfica. And when he left Everton, he went to Fulham. So he stopped looking. You hang on. So he's ginger, bald, or grey. Yeah. He's from Benfica. I don't think he'll be ginger. Gone to Fulham. I know. Oh no, no. <laughs> Andy Johnson never played for Benfica. I'm just thinking he went to, but he went to Palace before. But he went to Fulham. <laughs> Benfica. So he arrived from Benfica. Played for Everton. What year did he Fulham. go to Fulham? What year did he go? Oh, I'm not sure. He arrived at Everton. I think it was 1999. So we're struggling for you, to be fair. John, I was born, you, I was born in 2000. Were you? Okay. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Stop making me old. <laughs> I was leaving school then. You got any idea, John? No? 
Send He's off. Welsh. No. <laughs> He's ginger. Oh, no, don't. That's a full one. Left footed. Welsh left footed Gary Speed. But he, he no, it was Mark Pembridge. Mark Pembridge. Mark Pembridge. I didn't get that one. I just thought Welsh <laughs> Gary Speed. No. To Fulham. Yeah, he went to Fulham from Everton. I don't know yeah. where he come from. Benfica either. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, he used to drive me insane. All he ever done, he'd fit in well with some of our teams because all he ever done was pass the ball backwards. It yeah, was so frustrating. Couple said pem- Pems. Yeah, so. brilliant. Um, number three. So he arrived at Everton from Strasbourg. And once he left Everton, he went to Lens. Let's pretend he's German or Belgium. Well, both of those teams are French. So Strasbourg oh. and Lens are both French. No, just to give you, give you, give you a clue. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be on, completely on the wrong track. Oh, <laughs> I put me clone on when I come in. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I don't think he's French though. He was. He was. Um, he, but I didn't play for France, France, did he? Yes. Did he? Did he play for France? Yes. At youth level, or no? I think he played some first team games. Yeah. He's not 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 a massive starter, but I'm sure he was in and no. around the squad. 2000, 2000, like late 2000s, early 2010s. I think he was early 2000s. Oh. I was going to say Magai Gay. He's not Magai Gay, is he? No. Was he even no, bald? Before that. Before that. Walt, Walter Smith brought him in. Oh, I'm going to let me think then, because Walter Smith was there for... Walter Smith didn't bring in many players. Brought in a few. He brought in this one. <laughs> he brought some very good players. No, no. Because he was grey and he's French. Good shout. I, I and he came in. Yeah, but no. And was Mott, was Mott Smith, or was, or was it Kendall was the manager when he came no, in? No, it was Smith, but he, he, Smith. he came in from Villa, I think, and then he retired. Yeah. Bold one. Bold a bold one. one. He also played for Leeds. French. Everyone in the comments got to be shouting at him for this. French, bald, Walter Smith. Had a very distinguished career in the end. French, bald, Walter Smith. You'd have been there when I was a kid still. I'll just tell you. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of another another clue. Um, I'm not going to look at the comments. Yes, yeah, so we played for Leeds after Everton. Um, what did he play for Lens? No, no, yeah, but oh, but he rep, played. But then he went, yeah, to Leeds after that. Was he young when he played for us? Yeah. He was, yeah. But he was in our team. He was in... He... Left in 19... He left before I was born then. She was there a year. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. No idea. Olivia Decor. Decor? Are you... Well, before I was born? <laughs> Decor. Decor, yeah. Decor. Belted of a player. Next was he one. Bald? Was he I'm going to say to John to keep quiet on Was he proper one. slaphead bald? And he was shaving bald, so but he was shaving shiny. Bald. He was completely shiny head. I don't remember his shiny head. Yeah, proper shiny head. This one, John, I'll just get. I will presume instantly. So, let, but I want to see if you get this one. So, he arrived at Everton from Blackpool, and he left Everton and went to Alan Barcelona. Ball. Yes. Should <laughs> you said Blackpool? I was like Alan Ball. <laughs> I thought I might be a little bit easy. That's the first non-bald one, isn't it? 
He knows. Yeah. He, yeah, he's had them all on his wall, hasn't he? And he I've got Alan, I, I know. I've got to say, I've got Alan Ball's shirt on the. Jerry Halliwell, you had on there as well, didn't you? Like ginger spice. No, on my wall, I've got. I've got Alec Young signed, and then I've got the '66 FA Cup winners. We only signed him after the FA Cup, didn't we? That summer. Yeah. After they won the World Cup. So he left in '72. Seventy-one. I'm not sure. Seventy-one was it? Yeah. Fair play. Uh, next one. He joined Everton from Crystal Palace, and when he left Everton, he went to Fulham. Andy Johnson. Andy Johnson. Yeah, and you got you got that one earlier on. I, I used to love Andy Johnson. This one. This one's interesting. This one. Next one's interesting. So, he arrived at Everton from Southampton, and when he left Everton, he went to Blackburn. Rovers. Early 2000s. I would say so, yeah. yeah is he grey? I'm not telling you, yeah. Let's is he on. ginger? <laughs> well, he was definitely one of them. Grey, right. ginger or bald. Southampton, Blackburn, he's grey, ginger or bald. Did we sign Mark Hughes directly from United? I'm not telling you. Is it Mark Hughes? <laughs> it's Mark Hughes, yeah. Is it Mark Hughes? Mark yes! Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Mark. I know, I know he played for Southampton. He was a very divisive signing between the fan base. It was strange because some of the fans seemed to really like him, and he was always injured, wasn't he? So oh, I don't know. He played quite a few games for us in in in, a, in one of the seasons, but I, I couldn't. Everyone said James Beatty. James Beatty never played for Blackburn, did he? Mm, not sure if he went. If he J- James Beatty's he didn't go direct. He's not ball. He's nor is he ginger or grey. <laughs> Right, next one then. So I've got four out of six so Doing far. Doing well. Next one. Take it. He arrived at Everton from Coventry, and when he left Everton, he went to Birmingham City. Lee Carsley. Yes. Oh, he's on the ball, that one. And he's the man of the under-21s, isn't he? Of They're England, playing right now. Yeah. Are they, yeah? Under playing now in the semi-final, yeah. James Garner's Bran- playing and Branthwaite's on the bench. Lee Carsley. Do you remember his uh, goal in the derby? Yes. 2004? Yeah, I think it was 2004, yeah. yeah. And the big party on afterwards. Final. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the right. Johnson derby was this the one later, wasn't he? Is the is a real cave ball. So, he come through Everton's youth, and I'm going to tell you the two teams he went to afterwards, and this is really difficult, I'll be honest. Oh. So, obviously, he was at Everton first. Once he left Everton, he went to Plymouth. <laughs> this is this is our and after Plymouth he went to Hereford. <laughs> Brendan Brendan Galloway. No, because no. he didn't come up from from the through the youth, did he? No. Or did he? Um, went to Plymouth. Is this recent years? No. All right. This is this is a cave ball. This All is right, a bald player from through the academy. Well, J- Jake Bidwell. No, because he's bald. But when just he think out realistically how many slapheads are going to come through an academy. There's been None. a few at Everton. There's not Hallam Hole. I'm trying to help you. Here. There's Jake not going to be Bidwell. loads of slapheads, and there's not going to be many grey kids coming through. Oh, oh, so he's ginger, <laughs> right? A ginger. Yeah, I reckon. See, I think it could be this because I've seen I've seen some pictures of him where he looks very ginger, and some when he does. Ginger? Is it in the last ten years he came for the academy? No, probably twenty years. Twenty years academy. Hang on. Let me have a look. Hang on. Can I think of players like fifteen years in the academy? Fifteen years ago. How old's Matty Forrest now? Is he even ginger? He's got freckles. Right, nah, so he's sixteen years ago, like ten years ago. He come through. Uh, he, he was at Everton between two thousand and one and two 
2005. Right, so, so let's say he's a kid in 2005. He had a couple of loans, but then he left on a permanent in 2005 to Plymouth Argyle. I think, because I've checked who I think it is, so I think I know. Definitely Ginger, <laughs> but probably a flathead by now. Yeah, probably by now. He was on his way as a player by the Scouser. Some images like, uh, by Yeah. So he's 40 years of age now. How old? James Vaughan. No, James Vaughan never went to Plymouth. What am I talking about? think Ginger as well. It, you might not... To be fair, this is a tough one for him, isn't it? Go on, John. Nick Chadwick. Nick Chadwick, yeah. I was never getting know. that. Yeah. Nick Chadwick. Never I was, ever. <laughs> it was a struggle for finding Gingers. They had a lot after that, yeah. Yeah. It's a struggle thinking of Gingers, though. It was. I was trying to look. I can tell you a few. No, I haven't quite know. There's a few more slackers from Everton. Retired at Everton and then moved to moved to France. You what, sorry? Retired at Everton, then went to France. Who? What's going on? Who's who's this? (laughs) Yeah, big Tony Ibbert. Oh right, (laughs) I've completely lost the wives. Right, I've got one, two, three, four. Five out of eight so far, which I'm not too pleased about, but some of them are quite hard, so I'll take it. Right, this one. So, arrived at Everton from Oldham, was at Everton, and then left to win to Manchester City. This one, City, obviously City. So, I don't know. I Is don't, this... See, John will struggle with this because I don't think he heard everything I said at the very Can start. I ask you something? And will you tell me if I'm right? Did Howard Kendall sign in for City from Everton when he was at City? No. Right, okay. So, I'm, I, so I think it'll be City when City were good then. So with with this, just remember... Uh, when I say that, I'll give it away. But you needed to, to remember everything at the start. Because there was... They're all Premier League players bar one. And one was a manager. Okay. Yeah. You... City. So this isn't played though because he was a manager. So I'm saying so he so he, so there was one manager that so he so he was a manager. Well, you'll know who it is now, but yeah, everyone else. Did he play for Everton as well? Yes. Joel Royal. Yes. Because I, I only know because he managed City as well. Yeah. There's only him and Howard Kendall who managed both Everton and City, as far as I'm aware. And then players, they could have been like Inchcliffe, Peter Reid. Well, um, didn't she play for? Didn't she play for City? Because Kendall took a few to City, yeah, didn't he? Went, didn't he? After Bilbao. Yeah. And then last one. He arrived at Everton from Montpellier. Montpellier. And when he left Everton, he went to Marseille. And he's a... Is that a Moyes player? No. Martinez player. No, Master's never signed anyone from Montpellier. No. French. Grey. Janola. I didn't say he was grey. No. Is, is he See, go- right, I didn't do Janola. So I'm just going to write to because when because. John, have a look at this for me. When, when Janola was at Everton, would you class him as being grey-haired at the time? Because it, it was, it was in this transition. So I was like, I don't want to put that in. There'll be too many arguments of whether he was grey at the time. Grey-haired at the time. So he come from Montpellier and he left Everton and went to Marseille. Did he play for Liverpool as well? No. Right. Does his name begin with... 
Do you want to... Does his last name begin with a B or... Well, he's either bald, ginger or grey. He's bald. Well, I'm thinking off though wasn't bald. But when I say it's bold, bold or slapper, he's shamed. Right. <laughs> you don't need to wish, but you can give me that. Which? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't bald. He was slapper. Was he? Shaved. Was it? Yeah. He wasn't. Yeah, bald. yeah. Shaved hair. Shaved head. We were talking about him last week, but I can't remember what I was talking to. Yeah. So he. Uh... See, he wasn't bald. I. He wasn't bald. I didn't say bald, bald or shaved head. He's, that's, a, that's a full head of hair, huh? No, but most of the time, I'll show you, when he was at Everton, he had a shaved head for most of him. Well, I was talking to him. I No, I wasn't talking yeah, to him. We were talking about him last week, but I can't remember why. Most of the time he was there. Why were we talking about him? I think we were doing like a show or something Back about like what if or something. Well, here you go. So that was it. That's your 10. How many did you get? You've done well here, I thought. Uh... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven out of ten. Not bad. I'll take it. Uh, comments. Thought you've done well. For the, I'm guessing for the last one. Two people got back AO. Three people got back AOCO. Someone got Michael uh, Michael Madar. Jan Mucker, someone said. Jan yeah, Mucker. That just makes me think of that week. He's still back in goalkeeper, wasn't he? <laughs> I know, yeah. My dad had long flowing. Was he brown locks? Was it? Yeah. He was, he was. He was French. He was French, wasn't he? He was French. Yeah. Right there, you go. Let's jump into some Premier comments. <laughs> let's say that was a good quiz. I enjoyed that. I like funny ones. <laughs> Gary Waters, howdy. howdy. Brad says evening. Right, here's one for you. Right, we need to sign at least six players. We have a budget of twenty million. Even if we sell players. Still only have that amount. Also, 20 million would have to be used on loan fees. Who would you get with the 20 million? Think you'd know the value of players a bit better. So I'm just going to say, name three players. If you had 20 million, just reel them off. Three. Three players. So it can be a loan. De- so uh, I'd bring loan. in Rodrigo. I'd yeah, bring in Moussa Dembele for a free. Yeah. And then I'd spend 20 million on someone. <laughs> I don't know. What position would it be? Another striker? Uh, a right winger. Right winger. Or a striker. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it'd be... Get a backup goalie as a, on a free if you can. They'll play probably might play in the league cup if that. Um, I'd get Rodrigo in and I get another striker in for twenty million. Mm. I would like Musa Dembele. You don't um, get me wrong. There's other positions we need to fill. I'd, I'd, I'd quite, I'd I'd think, well. I think he brings Rodrigo in. I think he becomes this like I don't. I'm not, compa- style, I'm not comparing him, but I'm going to say like you get your number nine, so then your big number nine, your centre-forward becomes your Chris Wood, let's say, at Burnley, yeah. and your Rodrigo becomes your Ashley Barnes. So that's sort of proper 4-4-2 oh, with your God, split don't shadow that. Gonna make the Literally, every fan's crying as you've just said those words. <laughs> they always played well against we got those. to look forward to? Let's have it right, Rodrigo is a hell of a lot better than... No, he Barnes. is, but what I mean, he becomes that split striker all yeah, he? Plays yeah, on look, the, he gets can play behind, on either side, he can play, on dad, he can play up yeah. front, and, he's and he, can play like, he can play the number 10 role really well as well, so... Um, <laughs> Steve Guy says, lads, I've been watching, listen, slash listening to the last few years we've been talking about speeding up the build process by throwing more labour at it. Just to say my experience and involvement in projects and their management, that is, it isn't always that simple. Not saying you can't speed things up, but there is such, a such things what's known as a critical path. This is a set of activities which are key and importantly linear. You can't do the next step until a whole series of other activities associated with that step are completed and feed into the critical path. It's the complete completion of these activities 
on the CP, which dictate the progress you can make in completing on time or ahead of schedule. I imagine there is only so much you can do to speed this up with an additional layer. Could be wrong, but that's my take. Still hellish frustrating, as that's six foot tall, I'm sick of sitting on the top balcony with my knees <laughs> crossed under me and half my backside sitting on a fresh uh, as, a, um, as I'm end off row. That's a very sensible and good explanation. Yeah, that, obviously, me, me and Pep were talking about that yesterday and I did sort of pull him up on the fact that I'd presume and it's not quite as simple as just going no you've double got a plan haven't you at the time it won't work it'll like throw that the project management all out of the window there'll be certain doing things so. that have got to be done in certain times and presuming and certain people have got to do those things then before they can do this and x y and z i'm sure it's a hell of a lot more complex than just going let's double the workforce and it'll not half the time it, it's not going to work like that um i think it's just overall frustration as, as usual that with with the fact that that narrative's just been let to run by the club to, to the point where we've all believed the stadium's going to be open at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. And albeit the club haven't said those words, they've allowed that narrative to run. And that's that's the frustration for everyone. So everyone's now a little bit downbeat, a little bit downhearted and trying to think of ways of how can we speed that up and so on and so forth. So it's a little bit disappointing. Um, but yeah, I'm sure it, look, it'll get built as quickly as it yeah, can. That's the, club, it. the club aren't going to sit with that there. Um, and, and, you know, I wouldn't have thought so anyway um, and, and, and let it take any longer than it needs to. Let's just hope that when it opens, we we, we get into it. Um, oh, we will. <laughs> and, 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 no, and with no problems. And it's smooth and it's yeah. good. And we're having a good season as well at the time, if it is mid-season. Uh, Posh Matty says, that's not very Christmassy. I, I don't know where Posh Matty is in terms of location on Earth. But I'm sure no one on earth it's December at the moment. Having said that, I did start a, a book today, which is called yeah. The Christmas Mystery, um, which feels so sort of wrong. Why, what's the context of saying it's not very Christmassy? I'm not quite sure. Is it because the stadium maybe because built we did, in December? Maybe oh. we don't have, Maybe maybe the quiz was just too, you know, not not, not Christmassy. Christmassy. to be fair, it was it had no element. Of Normally, every time yeah. we do a quiz on top of TV, it happens to be at Christmas. So, but fair play. <laughs> If you could give us some more context on that posh, Matty. Um, Kev says, just seen a rumour, Saudi bid £47 million for Gray. That most likely is just the rumour, but... Um, listen, if, if Gray's linked with a move away and Everton can easily get a replacement lined up, then I'd say go for it, because... I don't think Deitch 47 is, million. I don't think you'd even need yeah, to have a replacement. I don't, take think, <laughs> I don't think Deitch is a huge fan of Gray. Um, I think Deitch likes his wingers more like McNeil, hard-working, wide midfielders. Yeah. Um, Consistent as well. I think he yeah. likes to have someone on the pitch who he, can, he knows what he's going to get out yeah, of. Yeah, definitely. Performance. He, like, he wants his front two men scoring goals, mm. scoring the goals, and his wide men creating right. isn't he? So. Gray wasn't in the team, was he? Gray, no. The times when Gray got back into the team we were up front, weren't he, from, from, from default, because we had no one else to go there. So in his actual own position, Awobi took that off him, hadn't he? So, um, yeah. so yeah, no. I, I, look, if, if a realistic firm big comes in, anything north of, of 20 million, I'd be absolutely flabbergasted if the football club mm. didn't accept it. Um, let's go over to YouTube. Claire Campbell says, lads, great show so far. Great team you have at Toffee TV. Great little quiz to keep up the good work. I'd love comments like that. They're well better than like <laughs> Getting told ne- to. Neds and Nobed and all that stuff. But that, they're the 
they're the reason, they're the comments inside. which give you mo- like the discipline to go, I'm going to do a live today. Yeah. All that's good stuff. Um, it's better than isn't it? A bit of consistency. Wormy spoons in the Acho. Mm, no, not for me. I won't lie. I'd rather have Patrick Dacher if we're going to go and get a striker from Leeds. I see. In the Acho, I, I think would be a decent sign. I think he's an okay signing, but... He's only 25. As yeah, well, so if you've got him on, on a free, it's not to get another striker for me. I, I want someone who can... You know, his man out like a couple of years ago, we were this close to getting a player like Louis Diaz. And now, like, we're, no, no. Like we're scraping round looking we'll at players that we'll a few years ago wouldn't walk into our team. Mm. But that's where we're at, to be honest. But um, we just have to be positive. The Blues have a problem with Gray is he's a wide forward who doesn't defend. Um, wide forward. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I understand. In the, Yeah, he doesn't defend and we don't play that system. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I look at wide forwards more like Richarlison, who in a four-three-three would be good, and that coming in yeah. from the inside, cutting inside. No, but he's I think like, Gray, yeah, Gray, he's a wide forward. I think Gray's he's more suited to that role. Yeah, he's not a winger, is he? Does he doesn't at, get to the byline, get yeah, absolutely. In. So he's he is a wide forward. And if you look at Obi and McNeil, they are very much like wide midfielders. You could yeah. play them in a, in a like a number eight role in a, in a midfield. Well, realistically, we're crying out there. for a right winger, aren't we? That that's why we were struggling because McNeil yeah. was obviously working well down the left. A is a central player who's doing a job for the team out wide, but that's not his position. Um, Damari Gray is. Is is a striker, second striker type type role, or a wide striker, and so realistically in the formation he's got that that's where we need to get mm-hmm. someone in. We need a right winger. I just think we need a bit more intelligence in our team. I want to mean is by like yeah, no, not brain dead passing. Gray's got ball away Gray's transition. got talent, but the inconsistency comes from lack of you know poor decision making, yeah. lack of intelligence. You have got pace, knock it past your winger, and knock think, it past the fullback, and get across. Players it. like that is. Is there's a reason why we bought him for one and a half million quid, and there's a yeah. reason why he's at Everton. And I think when we first signed him, Baz said um, he's got Champions League ability with a Championship brain, and I think that literally explains him perfectly. Mm. Got all the ability in the world because he's an athlete, isn't he? He's fast, he's got great feet, quite strong. He can hit a ball. He just doesn't know how to consistently package yeah, that together. And, and unfortunately, there's there's lots of players like that. And and that's and really, if he ha- if he was consistent and he performed to the highest level with the ability he's got, he wouldn't be at heaven. I think I think Gray for me. I remember when he first signed under Benitez, and it was as if Benitez was saying, "Pick up the ball and get up, get at defenders. Yeah. Be more direct. Get into the yeah. box. Have shots. Um, don't don't stop. Don't pass backwards. Just get get your head yeah. down and run with it." Um, take he was people playing on. when he first came in he was playing with he was more, more, being yeah. up though, wasn't he and then Lampard comes in and I don't put this all on Lampard he, got a style of, he had a style of play and it was just like he just didn't, wasn't doing the things he was doing before mm. he slowed the game I think down. everything just struggled by the and, and this is where the attacking players it is hard to judge them fully when you haven't got a centre forward so we haven't really had one for two yeah, seasons consistent yeah. playing in you know playing to the type of formation you want to play so everyone's Who's who's in an attacking third can't quite show what they're what they're all about because they're not playing off anyone. There's no style of play in that final third, so it, it's difficult. But look, Gray's one of those players where if you've got a bid, like I say, of twenty million quid, for instance, you'd have to go. If you didn't, and you turn around and he sat on your bench, he's not a bad player to have on the bench to come on to maybe try and do something. Um, but if we kick off next season and he's in our starting lineup, then I, I think we've got problems. To be fair. 
Wormy Spoon says, Mad you, Ned, you don't like Ineacho, but we need creative link players. Five goals, five assists. Assists, let's not measure players on assists because you need players who score goals to get assists, and we don't have a lot of players who score goals. And five goals for a centre forward than me. For me, Blasters to deceive no, I mean, it's... from a club that got relegated, I... which I don't hold against signing players from relegated teams because it's worked out for us in the past, but. No, I'm, I don't. There's better players than any actual. There, there is better players out there, but I also feel like he's got more potential than than those five goals. I think he looks like if he played week in week out, I think he's. Well, that's it, isn't it? He's inconsistent, but that, and that's the reason why he doesn't play week in week out. Well, I think it's more down to Vardy, wasn't it? More, you know, if Vardy, well, Vardy was poor as well, was though he was trying to play him and stuff. But um, like I'm. Yeah, look, he's got it's one again. It's talking about the bar, isn't it, and what we set ourselves. Yeah, at the that's minute. it. Would you have him? Yeah, because yeah. it's better than what we got. It, but isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's but ultimately, we want to we want to have a kaku, don't yeah. we? But we're, we're not at that level. <laughs> um, Claire says, "Do you think he will? We will sign a new deal. I feel it's gone too quiet." Um, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think Deitch like same. I think he's a he's a good player. Where we at as as a club as well? I think he's he's an important player, um, and he's a sellable asset. So I would be signing a a, a contract, whether he will. Whether he wants to move away, I don't know. Whether there's interest in for him, I'm not sure. But he's only got 12 months left. Not too sure. Might be. John, uh, he signed 12 a... months left. I think he's only got 12 months, hasn't he left? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I, I, f- a... for me with with a Wobi, I he's got one year left. I think. Yeah. If he's got if he's got one year, obviously you need to be making a decision. That's not sure. Whether you're giving uh, yeah, him a contract years, or moving actually. him on. If he's got two years, I, I would see how he goes this year. Yeah. I wouldn't, because if you're not going to sign a contract, he's on a hell of a lot of money. Now. And again, he's someone who flatters to deceive. You know, he runs around a bit and stuff, and, that, and that's fine. And I know he's got a few assists and uh, just a yeah. year. So a decision does need to be made on him now in, in the summer. Obviously, that's it is strange. You need to sell play. him or sign a new deal, don't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. But what I would say, I wouldn't be signing him on 100 grand a week. That that would be my take. If that if he wants to continue on the same wages he's been on, then then I'd look to move him on. Wormy spoons, no for like ten million in low wages what we can get. Um I don't know. There's other players out there for ten million. I like Rodrigo as a player with thirty two year olds come to us and sit and treat with hundred grand a week. I mean, I I take that point in terms of like Fabian Delph. I don't think that would be Rodrigo. I think Rodrigo would play. I don't think he'd be on 100 grand a week either. Um, but yeah, I, I get your point, Wormy. In the Acho, it, I, you know, I can see something there, but it's just, it just doesn't motivate me, if I'm being honest. I'm just, mm. I just, I want someone who excites you a bit more yeah, than that. Someone who've never heard of. Oh, well, see, I, mean. I would like that. Because, like, plays like In the Acho, it just Do feels like easy, doesn't it? It's like the Townsend, Aaron Lennon, plays you could just kind of walk. Remember about nine months ago when I was in here raving about uh, Rasmus Hoyland? Atalanta and now United are after them for like 60-70 million or not. But, feels like you're just saying you're you're onto them well running, it's a good job there's video evidence of it isn't it but, <laughs> but it's, it's find it and I'll put it on Twitter and I go see Mike's, Mike's yeah. not an idiot but yeah well not all the time but the, you know the, there's players like that you know he he went to Atalanta from Salzburg for um, one and a half million quid mm-hmm. there's loads it's like we miss out on loads all the time and some of them have we know have been flagged up before and it's your situation with like managers like last year like if any situation where a director of football is looking at players mm. and a manager says no not up to the manager managers on average statistically comes down um, last at Everton about 18 months mm. is that right 
I'd say on average, probably less now, but yeah. And but... players sit at Everton for like four or five years mm. recently. Um, so no, it depends player, on how the model works, doesn't it? I'm the same as you. Look, I, I'd like to just bring in Rodrigo for little money, bit more guaranteed, and go and buy. Go and get the one who's going to be more exciting, and we don't know who it yeah. is. Who can you still know. play? Yeah, the Hoyland before he goes yeah. to Atlanta. The Elbil Altore, who's not thirty-four yeah. million. Go yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, like that. He's he's prime because I must admit I've never heard of him. To be deadly honest, and if we were linked with him and he was eight million quid, or so I'd be dead excited. Yeah, he's, he's played like forty million and all this, and like not played a lot of you know professional games. He's played like seventeen young. games, hasn't he? No, I think he's played more 17, than that. Um, five or something. At senior level, he's he, he's played quite a few, but like in terms of like the level. You know he's he's very much like Onara in terms of becoming in. He's quite yeah young, quite fresh. Um, but thirty four million for a player like that is it's a bit silly mm. when you're in a position where we are. I think at it the just moment. it just seems not clever again. Like you say, business wise, I, I don't know. It, it seems I don't understand what our recruitment department do all week. Yeah, worm experience as I get you never our position is so precarious. I like Torre in theory, but can we afford thirty four million position with a young proven talent? Well, that's it, isn't it? I suppose with with that you'd get in the actual and say, well, it's cheaper and he's less of a risk because A, he's cheaper and B, he's played in the Premier League and he's got to go in the Premier League. So you're taking that low risk. Um, and it's that calculated risk. You're in play, you bring that. players in, if they work really yeah. well, you sell them for loads of money, you make yeah. loads of money, you might do really well in the league because they turn out to be amazing. Yeah. Or they go really, really bad. We get relegated and you go, why didn't you bring players in that we knew could do a job? Mm. Which is why you do the... Maybe you do both. Do the older one and bring in the younger one. Yeah, absolutely. Kevin says, sad but realistic look ahead head question for next summer. Who do we think we are selling on to keep us FFB compliant? Oh, nah, no, if he stays, is an obvious shout when I look at the current roster and cannot see anyone that would return. Meaningful money of what we paid. Dominic Cavalloon, if he returns to fitness, brand three. I don't know. Well, I suppose we'll have to wait and see what happens this season. I'm just going to focus on where we finish, to be honest. Um, and then we'll have to wait and see. But that is part of the problem. You do look at it, and you, when you when you asset strip your you squad, if you aren't buying or recruiting properly, the next asset isn't yeah, there to sell. It. So if you if that's, that's your it. business model, then you need to bring in the assets. I to think be able to... I think that should be every club, every club's business model, unless you're Bayern Munich, yeah, PSG, and all that Real stuff, Madrid, yeah. and yeah. City. That's it. But I, I take and that even point then, because if, then if say, say this sell. summer we sold Onana, for instance. Realistically, what who have you got left who's worth substantial money? Pickford, Calvert Lewin. It, well, he'd have to have a season of being fully fit and scoring goals. But right now, I'm sure a lot of teams wouldn't take a gamble on him. You know, for, for good money, did did want him what fifteen million or something mm-hmm. like that? I'd say. Um, Brad says also I was eleven. I was having a little nose at the board. You had wrote up for strikers, and it was quite clear Dembele stats was the best out of all of them. Then I'd say Enzola would be up there too. Yeah, we, we've done a few. Um, Transfer videos on Sovi TV Premier if you want to go and check them out. Also, if you're a Premier member, don't forget two days, Friday, the 7th of July, Sovi TV Premier member night. Um, all our Premier members, say all our Premier members, some of our Premier members get together, have a little event, music, um, some games of bingo, stuff like that. So get yourself did down. You the, did he say the 10th of July? No, 7th. Oh, that's what I was looking at. I think. We always do bingo, <laughs> and the funny thing fair. is, I do the call. I do the um, the calling for it I as know. well. It's brilliant. A little still a little stand up as well. <laughs> well, um, not quite. So, if you're not a premier member, you've got two days to sign up and get your ticket. It's free. It's free if you're a premier member. It's premier member. 
worth popping down in. It's a good little place, mate. I love it. Back. I love it, mate. I think it's yeah. brilliant. It's really, really nice. By the new ground as well, so you can Region pop your head in. I'll be going there every home game, before mm. and after, without a doubt. Jez says, call yourself a club call. FFS standards, I blame Ned. Listen, the club call <laughs> was was set up last week and not one of you called in, so... Jez also it's says, new. "It's on you." Also, Saint Maxi Mam, Star Boy, Ross the Rat, Steroid Traore, and Damari Gray, all uh, epit- epitomies. The Saint epitomise. <laughs> I didn't know that was how to. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that was how to spell epitomise. <laughs> the saying, "All fat, no poo." Fair play. I'd, I've not heard that one. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about farting and pooing oh, on this live show. <laughs> Gareth Hughes. So why is it always? Why is there always one thing on on a live show? People, oh, oh, people start making t-shirts of things I say. Uh, Paul says, "Ah, kid, can't come to premier member night, but else else will come." Fair play, Paul. We'll see you there. Um, I will be chatting to everyone. Gareth Hughes. Oh, I don't say that. They won't come. Oh, it, people just... Nettles be stood in the corner quiet, so sorry, I'll, out the way. Singing songs very quietly. Gareth Hughes says, talk of us leaving a new com- completed stadium empty for several months to finish season at Goodison surely cannot be allowed. Any investment company would not allow millions in revenue to slip away. Only Everton would, be con- would consider even consider this. Um reason they asked the fans is that we hope we would give them a get-out-of-jail-free cards so they can say it is what fans wanted. Well, listen, there's been a lot of talk about this week. I'm going to say one thing. Colin Chong has literally said Everton fans will be consulted on it. So Everton fans will have a say. So that'll be dealt with. So there's no point moaning at the club about when we're going to move when it's not been decided yet. Um, yeah, I get what you point, but but also you can moan at the club a little bit to, to certain things where... It has, to be, that... it has to be consulted, it has to be done soon. But of course. What I would say with certain business decisions and certain critical business decisions within within an organisation, you don't necessarily have to be fully diplomatic. If it's a case of we need to move into that stadium, you don't ask the fans, you just tell the fans we're moving into that stadium and it is what it is. Um and that's and that's what I would look to do with it. Um I, you know, me and Ped again we talked spoke about it yesterday. Our home record the last two seasons is that abysmal. That I don't know why everyone thinks this home record's gonna keep us in mm-hmm. the division because it isn't. Yeah. So yeah. moving into somewhere fresh, giving the players an excuse that moving into another stadium with an extra ten thousand Evertonians to back them will be a negative is <laughs> is just absolutely moronic. I personally obviously you'll go with whatever they're doing it is what it is I'm not overly concerned either way but surely from a business perspective and then we we need the business side to do well for us to do well on the pitch having a brand new stadium just sat there it's just it would, mm-hmm. would be mad absolutely madness when we're talking about you know trying to raise a little bit of money and a little bit of money there and then you've got this brand new stadium just sat there and we're going oh, right that can sit there for six months mm-hmm. no it makes no sense and I, I think the I think the club will We'll realise that. So well, I mean, it just needs to get done. If, it, it? if it's if it's finished in 2024, and you can play your first game in 2025, your first home game in 2025, in there, at least you could portray a fresh start from mm, there and go, and go from there. Basic tricks like Ned is metalicious when it comes to reading. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll read and I'll read a word and I'll go, what? <laughs> or like, I hate it. All the time, when this the word starts, 
and ends on the next line and it's and, and it's oh like, yeah and it's like you're trying to piece them together and you go ah that series I'm reading at the moment is about a French detective yeah and there's a lot of French in it <laughs> and I'm reading it and I'll go Monsieur and I'm like Madame Monsieur and I'm like what does this mean I'm like trying to translate it if you don't know what it means I, it I, it matter, me no, it? I'm like who's this person because he's talking to me in French I'm like what's going on it's a French detective yeah it's good though <laughs> I've learned a few bit. I've learned a bit of fran- French from me. Have you? Yeah. What, what have you learned? Uh-uh. Um, put you on the spot now. Come on, give us some French. Hello, Mike. <laughs> Hello, Michael. Got, Hello, Monsieur. You've got full Joey Barton. Uh, merci beaucoup. <laughs> Stuff merci like beaucoup. that. I think uh, the French league is very boring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stephen Kelly, Ned, are you bringing your bird on Friday? No, I don't have one, Steve. Thanks for that. Ah. Uh, oh, thanks for asking. Belt that, Steve. Um, Kingsley says she's subject haha Ned hope you're doing some stand up on the 7th I might do I might do a little bit every um, time he sings it's like a stand up well you know crowd interaction <laughs> as they say Um, refresh on Premiere let's have a look Dick L is in the comments Dick. Oh, getting bullied by his Liverpool mates, is he? I've not spoken to Dick work. for a long time because he's always commenting when I on the like live at five when I'm not here. So Dick, I hope you're doing really well. Um I hope the missus is good. Ideally I wouldn't sell Amado Nana this summer. I know we need the money, but if we get fifty million from now, is that good a good deal? What if he continues to improve and has a great season and he's worth hundred million to your time? Yeah, that's a fair point. Um do we need the money? I don't know. Probably not. In terms of do we need the money to stay up? Probably not. Um, do we need this money to sign players? Maybe not. It would give us more money. Would you get more money next season if he improved? Yeah, there's well, a possibility yeah. that he has well, an absolute stinker, but he's still a silver asset because he's young. Uh, but yeah, overall, it, that is a good opinion to Kel, and I admire it. If a bid comes in, that's at least sixty million. I'd take it right now, but that yeah, hasn't happened. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. No point. It's hard to it's hard to make those decisions when you don't know the full picture. So I, we don't know what Everton's finances look like, do we? In an ideal world, you, you've got is he just turned twenty one? A twenty one year old international midfielder who's got a real high ceiling to push on to. You're the type of players you want to build your squad around. But if the financial side of it says we can't without moving them on, then you need to move them on, and it's hard because you just you don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but that's been interesting, like stuff. Arsenal, Chelsea, yeah. apparently, but obviously Arsenal got mm. a couple of midfielders. Think with this in, though, so. and this just jumps into what you were saying, where you want to do like your Brightons. You know, if you have bought Onana for eight, eight, ten million, yeah, perfect. We bought him the year after, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? We then we paid the thirty, but then you've got to go and get the next one in Avenue as yeah. well. Yeah, you got to get them ready. Um, Gareth Hughes says England's, and just on that also, that's why I'd be, I was getting a number two goalkeeper. I'd be getting someone who's like 20 ready to replace Pickford in a few years. Yeah, yeah. I, I and, mean, if he div- and if he doesn't because Pickford's still there performing, you sell him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the the, the issue with is though is a 20-year-old goalkeeper won't develop just sat on the bench yeah, being that's number it. two. You'd have to be so, like your Virginia where you're loaning them out they become a... So realistically, number two, that's why your number two is normally someone at the end yeah, of the year yeah, for that absolutely. reason from, from a development. But what you want to have is a few players out on loan, goalkeepers mm. who are... Ready to take over, yeah, Pickford. absolutely. Definitely. Um, a Tom Heaton would be an ideal type one, or you know, like pr- prior to yeah. going to Wrexham, Ben Foster type that type of 
Yeah, one yeah. would have been fine. And come in, plays a few games. Which was was someone that we wanted. Yeah, to play to him. We wanted to go and play games. I think I think he'll be starting in the uh, Premier League this year. Personally, Begovic. Yeah, I think, think? I think he'll go to Luton or Sheffield United or something like Do that. I think, yeah, because mm. he's still only thirty-five, yeah. thirty-six, which is a. I don't know why in my head I've just got him down going to Leicester because that because that Danny Ward's just an uh... absolute pile of poo. <laughs> yeah, and hologram, but. Um, yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see well, where it, he goes. It, did Iverson go there on loan, did he? I don't know if he was there, but I don't think he was yeah. particularly great. He had that good game yeah. against those sports. <laughs> I still don't think he'd be, if he went on loan, I don't think he'd be signing permanently for mm. in the Championship. Um, Gareth Hughes says, England only 21 just starting. Garner right back again. Branthwaite on the bench. But a lot of a lot of um, midfielders remind me a bit like Garner who've played that right back. Do you know what, what I've years. noticed? I don't know if you've, if you've seen, I haven't watched many of the games, but looking at the highlights and then looking at the team, Kazi hasn't half changed the team up every game. Mm. Like yeah, every game, yeah. completely changed it up. Like completely the, different. The quarterfinal, James Garner was on the bench and Branthy started. Whether he's thinking he's trying to develop players and trying to put players yeah. in positions to try and develop them, so he has to change the system, I'm not sure. Or maybe but... just come up the system that best yeah, yeah. with that team. That's it. Uh, Jake Thompson says, was having a debate on Twitter where this blue was claiming we're skins because Mishiri has taken his money out. Our fans are losing their minds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, maybe just... There's always going to be stuff like that on Twitter, but fair play. We're winning one 0 at half time, by the way. Morgan Gibbs White. We, England. Fair play. Twenty ones. news there. Bill Cummings says, "I I know we need a lot more, and we need some fees and loans too. But with funds tight, what one player would you choose to buy? You've had your three, haven't you? So out of those three, what would it be? Rodrigo, Dembele, and a right midfielder. You said Dembele. Dembele." I just think he'd come in. Yeah, I think, I think very, I'd, I'd, he's mine as well. I'd I go think for he'd be a very good signing, and obviously, no risk from a from a financial. Yeah, athlete. absolutely. Obviously, he'd be on decent wages because he's free. But um, yeah, I, I just think he's got good attributes, good age, um, and he's obviously got and a good, point to good prove. experience as yeah. well, hasn't he? Good attributes as well. Mobile, scored goals, plenty of goals. Yeah. Um, Gareth Hughes says, "See the just stop all protesters have just disrupted play at Wimbledon." Seems every sport has been disrupted by protesters at some point over the last year. What are your thoughts on protesters making their point by disrupting sporting events? If you want to, it, right? <laughs> it's so funny. If it you want to, f- if you want to force a real change, look at the suffragettes. I know. Look at what happened at the horse races with the with the mm. women's rights. You have to, you have to put, you have to get the world's attention. You have to to force real change, and. They have a point that they that they're trying to make, and it there. Mm. There's always going to be an inconvenience to someone of the way, the way they're doing it. I I I'd, I'd be pissed off if I was trying down, down in fifty seven. I had to stop. Yeah, and I was late for somewhere because of the protesters. No, that's that's exactly it. Look, it's it's hard to that you don't want to sort of disregard the right to protest because you, no. we wouldn't be able to get change. I, people assaulting by, them as well. I'm, I'm not having that. Certainly run by Tory. But, you know, you know with, with, with those, you know, with sporting events, like you say, obviously there's a lot, there's lots of eyes on it and stuff like that. Could, could they potentially do it in different ways? Yes. You know, the sporting event, when people have saved up their hard and cash to go to these events, you know, like someone who's gone down to Wimbledon and they've got, you know, they've, they've been waiting all year to go for that day and then half days plays disrupted and stuff. It's, it's not fair on, on normal working class people as well. So, um, 
yeah, it 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 look it's it's difficult. It's um like you said, they've got a point and realistically, whether you'd agree with them or not, what what the what they're looking to change is to try and save the planet, isn't it? Yeah, it's not, exactly. It's not something um It's not it's not a if you're protesting for something ridiculous mm. like And to be fair, it kept us up a the prison, year before a last. prisoner or something. Yeah. So <laughs> if you hadn't come on in that Newcastle game. I I remember that happening and he walks past us and I'm looking at him and I'm going, has he got like sacked the board or something on his shirt? <laughs> and I'm thinking like, and you, yeah. I think, I can't remember, because I was next to the Newcastle fans, I can't remember what their reaction was either. And then I found out after the game when it was fun, I was like, I've never heard this before. No, no, it was the same. same. It did, protesting for something within reason, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Maybe it's just because it, it, nothing's disrupted my life. Um, no, that's 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 so true. That's exactly. But what I it certainly is. wouldn't. People have assaulted them. Not having that. It's pathetic. Um. Oh, talk sport, Terry. Even in Jen's got some bad news. I'm afraid I've got my days mixed up. And I thought that the Premier night was on Saturday, but since it's on Friday, I won't be able to make it. <sighs> I didn't even know what day it is. How do you get your days mixed up, talk sport, Terry? To be fair, he's just had a baby, so. Well, that's probably how he's gotten mixed up. He's probably sleep yeah, deprivated. Probably, probably he? hasn't had no sleep. First one I'm gutted at. First one I've missed and I'm gutted to miss. Well, it's always a great night, but I'll see you at the next one. Terry, definitely, we'll see you at the next one. Um, you'll be a big miss. Uh, Michael Rafferty says, no thanks. Sorry, Mike, no offence. No Michael, Ra- Michael Rafferty just isn't having Mike today. No thanks. And and <laughs> I, he, he hopes that you don't take offence to that. Yeah. No, no, um, none, none, none taken. No. Fair play, Michael. Yeah. Um, it's a Mike thing. Yeah, it's a Mike yeah, thing. Got the same name. <laughs> Fair play, Michael. If you're if you're not watching, hope you. If you're watching, hope you are. Well, if you're not, hope you're enjoying um, doing other things. Will you, Willie? Oh. Well, there you go. Well, well, <laughs> trans, trans translating good vibes over the power okay. of power of the internet. Yeah. Keith Hall says, evening lads, in regards to potential transfers, we seem to have a Voyagerist club. <laughs> we like to look, but never get in on the action. Play. <laughs> Voyagerist. Voyagerist. Is that wrong? Where's the G in the word? There's a G in it. Voyagerist. <laughs> Voyagerist. It says Voyagerist with a G. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, we do. We do tend to like looking and looking and looking and not touching, don't we? So hopefully, we we uh, we start touching over the next couple of days. I must admit, I was open after the end of June. Well, that's, I'm just playing along to his narrative of what he's gone with. We um, like looking. Hopefully, we start touching. <laughs> yeah, play. I was open. Were you thinking that come the end of June when the account's finished? Um, that a couple might just arrive in. Like, I was expecting um, like easy ones at yeah. the start of July, like 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 Tom Eaton yeah. on a free. Um, I was still open. They're getting the, they get they're starting to give out professional deals to the kids now, mm. which which is going to happen, and then probably start getting people in. Um, I don't know if Dembele is going to happen. I don't think it will. No, I'd love no, it too. No, um, but I was expecting easy ones. Mm. Uh, I just have to wait. I don't. What I don't want to do is we get to the friendlies and there's no new players ready to play in the friendlies. Yeah. Uh, and he... that's not like a selfish thing. Is I want to watch them. When, when I want did they to go play. To Switzerland? Mid July, I think they leave. See, yeah, you want a couple in for that, don't you? Yeah, you want so some. Bed into the team with, with the camp. Yeah. yeah, go to go with them. Mm. 
Um, that was bonding, not bondage, by the way. Fair play. Um, Benjamin James, evening lads, what are your thoughts on issue Samuel Smith? Was highly rated, not signing professional contract yet. Wouldn't give you ask me. Well, he'll have interest in other clubs, won't he? But I've seen some people saying, like, oh, surely he can't be worse than Mikalenko. He's never played in the Premier League. He's, he's a kid. Mm. Um, he's not going to be good. At, he's obviously got a, probably a higher ceiling than Mikalenko. He comes in now, he's not, yeah. not going to play as well as... I think people underrate how hard it is to play in the Premier League. And, yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying... I'm not he's saying 17, Michelenko's isn't he? He's very young, yeah, isn't he? I'm not saying Mikalenko's good or great. At that age, obviously, Samuel Smith has shown a lot of potential and there's mm. other people interested, but... If he decides to go somewhere else, then for his, his loss, he doesn't get to play for a great club like Everton. There you go, well said. Uh, Christopher Roththorne says, Graveson, Rich Bond says, Bakayoko. Stuart Thompson says, well done, Mike, now get the turkey and sort that hair out. <laughs> no, no, let's not, no. Seth let's not, go, be, let's not, let's not be taking the mick out of, out of Mike's lack of hair. I think that was paired yesterday, that's why. No, I don't, I don't think it's very funny. I do. I don't. I consider baldness a disability. So <laughs> I consider you I'm a not, disability. Not, <laughs> no, no. On a serious note, there's people. People. I want a bad stencil compartment. People who are bald. People. On a serious note, people who are bald rock bald very well. I've never seen a bald who doesn't seem bald. Yeah, but it depends if you've seen them with hair. Mm. Bald stress. No. Marriage. I test strong. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, I mean, that was that no, no, saying, no. Bald it? men are always seen to be quite masculine, mm. like wrestlers. That's that's strong, yeah. Right. I don't know what happens. To, I don't know what happened to my dad then. Maybe he just voluntarily, voluntarily shaves him. Um, <laughs> Stephen Kelly says, "All right, lads, Mikalenko is terrible. We definitely need left back. There is also myth he's good defensively. His numbers aren't great. Well, that position is so important. No, I, I don't think. I think we need a better left back. Like I was saying before, our standard seems to have drops over the years." I think when I look at Mikalenko, he doesn't offer anything going forward. And if you if that's the case, then you have to be a great defender. I think he's gets done out wide quite a lot. I think he's okay, mm. average defender in terms of the modern fullback. They're not a lot of great defenders, are they? Um, so I would be getting someone someone else. Like I, say, I think Mikalenko. I think he'd be fine if he was your number two. Um, yeah, but yeah, obviously it's an area you need to improve. However, there are there are more alarming areas that need filling before that yeah. for me. We've got to bring in attacking players before we start thinking about the left back position. Can't neglect goals. And we no. just keep... I mean, defensively, our goals conceded last season were, were, were mid table ish. It, it mm. was the score, and that's the problem. So we need we need to get goals. In the it's team. it's still interesting to see what will happen at centre back. Yeah, no, it, it is interesting because again, speaking the other day, I I was looking to probably bring in a centre back. I yeah. hope that Keane or Holgate or at least one of them leaves. Because if both of them stay, that's concerning for me. Yeah. I mean, I really don't want to see either of them anywhere near the starting lineup. Mm. I'd, I'd, yeah, centre back situation. I love Branthwaite to come in absolutely, but but again, no, right? So it's, I do, but I don't think it will happen. They, but they've got to know that he's ready. Is he yeah, ready? Yeah. You know, like England under twenty ones in a semi final. He ain't playing in it. Mm. You know, like I, I don't know. I'm not saying he isn't. By the way, what I'm saying is we're no, we very don't good know, do we? Like, how many fans watched the PSV play every game last season? We've mm. not, we haven't watched it. I, I'm watching we've, once. We've seen exactly. Neither have I. Mm. Not wasn't play when he played for Everton and he looked miles off it. Albeit he had loads of potential to be good, and I'm sure he will be good. And I'm not saying he couldn't drop in and be good right now. But just trust the manager. The manager will under manager understand centre backs and defensive yeah. work and shape. So I, I, I trust his opinion on that. 
However, the concerning fact of that, and I'm going to contradict myself, is he picked Michael Keane over. I don't, I don't trust the manager in terms of being someone who we want to develop players and 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 you know like play like Branthwaite, develop and play and get him better and better. But I I trust him as an adult to make the right decision who to, to who our starting centre back. I think he'll probably look at Michael Keane and go, "No, we want need someone better." I, I mean, trust I him as a manager to look to. The Branthwaite thing, I, see, I know, um, like that's that's Baz's sort of narrative that he uses that that Dice doesn't develop any young players, and and he may well not do. But you, you, when you look at situations that you're in, it's hard to develop young players when you're always fighting to stay up. So if you're in a team that are mid table, you can develop young players, you can give them opportunities, you can drop them into to different things. But the, and the caveat to that is he did he, he developed a few young goalkeepers and made them. Decent goalkeepers, both through Dwight, Dwight McNeil, and oh, yeah. we're all happy with him now. Both through Danny Ings, um, Charlie Austin. So he's brought he brought through a lot of young players as well. It, there's, it's quite easy to just tar someone with that, you know, that easy thing to just go, oh, they don't do this or they don't do that. At the end of the day, his job is dependent on how well the team does. Yeah, Jared yeah. Branthwaite is the next best centre back he'll be playing. And like I said before, manager um, average length span of a manager at Everton is a lot shorter than a player. Mm. So he's just out about keeping his job, like you said. Mm. He's, he just wants to get results. Right, I want to do a couple more comments on Premier, and I'm going to shoot because I've got to do the daily news, and then I'm going to go do another quiz, in which hopefully I do better than this. You've done well on that, I'm surprised. I know, the, the pub quiz I won two weeks ago. I'm even more surprised so at that. My standards Did are you like, have a good team around you? You must have done. Um, yeah, I performed really well on, on, on that day. <laughs> No, the, I got the music round. I got every one right, yeah. every single well, one I'd right. Imagine you every single that, one. Yeah. There was um, only one. Question and then the first round was was just like a couple of fluky ones, but then some of them were just like like there was one like and it was crazy. It was like um, Steve Martin and John Candy movie from whatever. I put plane trains and automobiles, and I was the only one out of like twenty five teams yeah. to get the answer. I was like, I don't really know what plane trains and automobiles. Um, I think it's my dad's favorite film, so. Um, we get like little bonus points we get stuff quickly and stuff so uh, my standards in a quiz are like <laughs> everything else is down here yeah I've no um, like Ke- and lives on <laughs> well uh, that actually that was a big misunderstanding that I said I want to get changed before we go live and they came back in and they were already live oh they put it live and they didn't <laughs> um, Stephen Kelly take 10 million and run with Grey if you've got a replacement lined up for 10 million or less then yeah Glenn Watson, you can't put our dream club call presenters, Magic Mike and El Diablo Ned. Um can I not be can I not be done, Ned? Um and then not accept calls. It's like going to the cake shop when you're cake shop when you're really hungry, but you've left your wallet at home. Yeah, but Glenn <laughs> Glenn, picture you phoning in right now. What are you gonna have a conversation about with me? Mike, fair enough, but what are you gonna ask me about? What am I gonna tell you about anything apart from lizards? And guitars. It's the fact that you're sat there and there's no one here to answer the phone. Well, well yeah, that's it's, it. Is the problem. I can't, you know. And the, the phone call isn't just like a case of like that. There's a lot of behind the scenes that goes into it to be able to get people from the internet into there. Yeah, to be in, fair, we, and we, into we, here we just chucked this and on. And broadcast it onto To be fair YouTube. to Ned, we, we've jumped on this to just make sure that there was some, at least something on because obviously... Um, there wasn't going to be a live today. And I said, live, I yeah. said, I'm not having that. 
We've you got didn't. we've got loyal fans. No, I, I, said I messaged Baz and said, I said see can, can you convince Ned to stay? I said, Can you get Mike in? I said I it oh, yeah. has to be alive. <laughs> and Pez said, Oh yeah, do it on patience. I said, No. There's YouTube there's seventy nine thousand people on YouTube every week expecting us to go live at Wednesday. Why are they not trying to premiere and watch us every day? I don't know. But For four quid. They're at least expecting us to be on live mm. every Wednesday at five o'clock. So I'm gonna do it. I'm probably going to annoy a lot of people. But yeah, but it's it spell worse, but some people might enjoy it. I'm going to do one final refresh on Premiere, and then we are going, going to go. Uh, thanks to Mike for coming in. Thanks for all thanks for to be listening. Thanks for all to commenting. Uh, thanks for taking part in the quiz. That quiz was really interesting, by the way. Right, we're going to leave it there. Like I said, there's some really good exclusives on Premiere, as always. Um, little video with Frank McKenna coming out. We've got a video um, with some more interesting guests coming out from today. There's some exclusive transfer shows on there. We look at different strikers. Um, we have a look. We do this show called The Player Focus, where we look at a certain players. We've done Rodrigo. We look at all the stats. It's quite in-depth. It's quite um, really interesting. So get on to Premier. It's like £3.50. Um, and you can get Premier Night ticket, which is on Friday. So make sure you check it out. If you're not a subscriber... Subscribe to the channel, you get notified when we go live. Why wouldn't you subscribe though? And make sure you also subscribe to More Than A Game. It's it's not Toffee TV, but it's Toffee TV and other people talking about the fo- the game of football as a whole, not just Everton. So get over and subscribe. So yeah, nice one for listening. Uh, thank you all again. And uh, we'll see you later. See you later.